plants can actually become allies in our life and support vigorous health and support a healthy attitude and a mind and um, you know help us live a better life. Welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I am your host, Rosie Acosta, yoga teacher and teacher trainer, mindfulness coach, speaker, and creative writer. I am also the founder of radicallyloved.com, a website where you can go for more information about yoga, mindfulness, meditation, and lifestyle advice. On this podcast, we talk to people within our health and wellness community that are creating content through the ritualistic practice of yoga, meditation, or overall mindful living. We hope to create value in your life so that you can achieve your highest potential and live a radically loved life. To stay in touch with us, just follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Rosie Acosta and on Facebook at Radically Loved Rosie. You can sign up for our newsletter on radicallyloved.com to stay up to date on future workshops, retreats, and latest podcasts. I hope that Radically Loved Radio leaves you feeling inspired to create something powerful. My teacher, Yoga Rupa Rodstreicher, says, if you powerfully believe in the value you have to offer the world, your love and passion for it will be an unstoppable force. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, most of you know that I have returned back to a plant-based diet, so my beverage consumption has increased quite, quite a bit. Don't judge. I know there's some of you out there that really enjoy beverages. So one of my favorite things to drink lately, which I'm consuming a lot of, is Four Sigmatic's new Golden Latte Mushroom Mix. It has shiitake and turmeric in it. It's totally organic, caffeine-free, vegan, and only one gram of palm sugar per serving. I love being able to travel with these little packets because they're really easy to make. All you need is some hot water. Some of the additional ingredients in the golden latte are adaptogenic tulsi, warming ginger, and a pinch of black pepper to support turmeric skin-loving properties. So not only do your insides feel amazing, but your skin looks great. Go to Four Sigmatic now and enter promo code RADICALLYLOVED, that's R-A-D-I-C-A-L-L-Y-L-O-V-E-D to get 15% off of your entire purchase. Be sure to check out all the other products that they have there as well. A couple of uh, uh, obstructions uh, uh, during our, our time to try and schedule this, but I'm I'm so glad that we were finally able to get you on, and I'm I'm so excited and I'm so looking forward to our, our conversation. So thank you so much for being patient and for being here with us today. Absolutely, it's my pleasure to be here. I'm glad we could finally get all the <laughs> and we could align right here, right now. Great. I for those people listening uh, to our audience, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? You don't have to go into depth. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Okay. Well, um, you know, there's there's a lot that I could talk about, but <laughs> what I do in the world is around natural health, natural nutrition, holistic and alternative modalities for healing and transformation, and really just spreading a message of expanding human potential all throughout the world in all different areas of life, whether that has to do with developmental psychology, it has to do with um, regeneration and healing of the physical body, um, natural nutrition and upgrading our fuel source so our brains work better, our hearts and um, 
you know, just all the faculties of the human experience just work better, we're more optimized, we're feeling better, and we're living a more fulfilled and satisfied life, you know, I'm just really focused on how to optimize the human experience through optimizing the through our health and vitality. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. And you uh, obviously have written about this at length, and you really focus on the cutting edge of, of, uh, you know, the, the, the new sort of sciences that are out there that are proving all these different types of modalities in order for us to have the knowledge to create ultimate health, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's emerging of different worlds. It's emerging of the old world of, you know, alchemy and um, more shamanic and more intuitive sciences around healing and around regeneration. Um, around how to live a natural lifestyle really. So it's taking it's taking what's natural, what's original, what's authentic, what was here on this earth before we had technology, before we had cooking, cooking devices like um, ovens and toasters and all these different things that we have to modify our food and going way back when to when food was in its most original state, which is what we call raw living food and plant-based food. And taking all that great knowledge and all that wisdom and bringing that to the forefront where now we have scientific validation for what the mystics and the ancients were alluding to, whether that is um, just the nature of reality, spirituality, um, how the mind works, or how these plants can actually become allies in our life and support vigorous health and support a healthy attitude and a mind and, um, you know, help us live a better life and merging, merging those two worlds, merging the cutting edge science of what we're finding out about regeneration of the human body, what we're finding out about extending life beyond the 120 year biological um, proposed limit that that most of us were kind of proposed was that the longest we could live is 120 years, the, the biological set point of the human body is 120 years or less, and that's not really totally true. We're finding out that, that that's only a mild approximation of what's really possible based on certain technologies, certain applications of real medicine. Not, I'm not talking about pharmaceutical medicine and chemicalized medicine, but real medicine, pharmacopoeic medicine being herbalism and food as medicine, mm -hmm. and also certain things like stem cell therapy, um, you know, uh, detoxification and cleansing modalities, frequent colonics are a powerful adjunct, um, you know, so many different things as well that you could throw into that pot. But ultimately, my focus is really about merging the, the old with the new mm -hmm. and bringing out something that's never actually been available to the human species at any point in history. We've never actually had this much technological advancement and this much um, documentation of the wisdom traditions as we do right now. So it's pretty exciting. Wow. Yeah. And I, I want to ask you so many different questions about everything you just said, because I think it's super important. But just to start, what sort of put you on this path? What's been your connection and your experience to not only just the world of transformation, but your perspective and looking at food and, and plant medicine in this way? 
Yeah, well, I think it's always been an intrinsic thing with me. It's something that I think I've always had a certain type of connection with. I definitely grew up on a standard American genetically modified diet, just like most <laughs> like all people. of us. <laughs> like, yeah, like almost everyone. Yeah. yeah. So in that respect, I was very much asleep to this conversation for most of my life. But I was raised in an interesting way. From the age of four, I was raised as a martial artist. I was exposed to Eastern mysticism and Eastern philosophy and spiritual practices around Buddhism and Shintoism and um, the Bushido principles of the samurai culture, um, Taoist philosophy, which is where Chinese medicine originally comes from, um, and different things like that. So I definitely had an open philosophical mind. I just wasn't introduced to the food conversation as a practical part of my life until much later on. And as an athlete, I really, um, I had a number of knee injuries that sidelined me for a while. And then I thought to myself, I need to change my lifestyle. I need to change something because I've hit a plateau and I'm not healing as quickly as I know I can. And I also started to realize that food might actually affect more than just my hunger. It might affect more than just you know, uh, recovery from working out, it might affect a lot more things there. So I better start looking at this and seeing if I need to change my nutrition strategy to meet my performance goals, and also to heal my knees. Mm -hmm. And um, through a number of synchronicities, I got exposed to raw living, um, vegetarian and vegan diets. And Something came over me, something I realized that there was something really, really powerful to this. It just made all the sense in the world. I had a bit of a spiritual awakening around that time, and I decided to go all in on raw veganism. And this was about 10 years ago or so, and I asked myself the question, what would happen if I adopted a 100% plant-based raw food diet? No animal foods, no cooked foods. Um, really just uh, fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, seaweeds, green vegetable juices, um, you know, starting to get into this idea of superfoods, mm -hmm. upgrading my water quality, getting barefoot on the earth and getting my anatomical alignment back together with my body, but also getting that barefoot connection with the mm -hmm. earth, getting the alkalizing effect of the the electromagnetic field that's pulsating from the the bare earth and that's actually giving us what's called negatively charged electrons which are basically alkalizing components uh, that alkalize our nervous system and our blood chemistry and thin out the blood and there's an incredible amount of science that's come out over the last decade on the phenomena of grounding and I started getting into all this and within 30 days I completely healed my knees to the point where I actually found myself forgetting that I was ever in pain to begin with. Wow. And that was a that was an incredible discovery. And actually my personal my personal belief is that the true definition of healing or when you know that you've healed something is when you start to forget that it was ever there in the beginning. Mm. That's a really powerful thing because I found out that most people are walking around with some kind of pain, some emotional pain, mental pain, physical pain, some kind of chronic agitation going on. And they're typically just medicating it, pacifying it, tranquilizing it, numbing it, and bypassing it, and don't really know how to interface with it and how to address the pain. They're just, you know, they're just kind of um, 
yeah, they're just they've just normalized to it, right? They've yeah. just it's part of their normality, their regular lifestyle, and they've just managed it and adjusted to it, mm. but hadn't really healed it. So it's this persistent nagging reminder that something is out of alignment. And for me, once that completely was alleviated, I had a whole heart opening experience around that and, and around where the human race is right now with all the suffering going on in the world and people's mm -hmm. lives. And not to mention, um, you know, uh, the compassion around animals and uh, animal agriculture and the factory farms and just the atrocities happening in that department, all these things started to open up for me. And I realized this whole food thing was so much bigger than just what you put on your plate. It actually, you know, Terrence McKenna, the great psychonaut and, um, and uh, uh, pharmacist, if you will, the ethnobotanist, he said that a person's, a person's personality is largely a reflection of their diet. And mm -hmm. I just felt that that was a really powerful thing, that people's consciousness was being directly affected by the quality and the subtle energies of the food that they were ingesting and the nutrition or lack of nutrition that they were getting. And um, that's kind of just what started me on this path. And that's my connection to the whole food conversation. Wow. No, I love everything that you just said. And, you know, this, there's also just to add to that, this, this idea, and I talk about it a lot as well, is that we wear the choices that we make. I mean, we're a physical embodiment of the choices that we make every day. And so whether it be, you know, eating and not feeling connected to what we're eating or not being in alignment energetically with what's going on or just not paying attention. So how do you think that our uh, dispersed attention right now with technology and just the, the stuff, the state of the world, how is that affecting our health and how can we begin to turn that around? That's a great question. Well, it's definitely fragmenting our conscious awareness and it's compartmentalizing um, our attention, which is making it very difficult to focus in on individual tasks to accomplish our goals, to manifest our dreams. And I do believe that the reason we were all placed on the planet was to realize the dream that's in our heart. And the number one keystone of health and wellness um, and well-being is actually manifesting our dreams. Living our dreams is essential for vibrant health. That's absolutely something that has dawned on me over the years, realizing that the whole conversation around nutrition and cleansing and all these different aspects of health are only as relevant as the quality of our life in, in the dreams that we're pursuing. And if we're not really going after our dreams and we're not focused and we're not prioritizing things and we are not acting in alignment with our hierarchy of values and we're kind of just going along with the wind and we're being distracted and we're just kind of moving at the whims of the world around us then we are going to we're not really going to anchor in the rest of the health equation because the the health practices require a certain um a certain congruency with your intrinsic goals so basically what i mean is that when i was an athlete i knew why i was eating healthy I had a goal. I knew exactly what the purpose of this was, so it didn't really matter how it tasted or anything. It was it was an easy switch because it was in alignment with my goals. 
Now, if you don't have any goals or you're just kind of your your attention is fragmented and you're just you're being pulled by the winds of the world and you don't really have any self kind of discipline or any kind of grounding anchor in your life that keeps you focused, then it's going to be very challenging to adopt consistent, healthy habits because what's the point? You know, what's like what what's anchoring those in place what is where's the motivation like there's no intrinsic motivation the only thing people would be motivated by is things like vanity and superficial goals and like losing a little bit of weight so they can fit into a bikini in the summertime and not that those aren't great starting places but that's not going to lead to fulfillment that's not going to lead to true health and true wellness that's just going to be a little bit of a band-aid to cover up a deeper issue inside so you know, it, it's like you got to know what you're shooting for. You got to know what your dream is. And I feel like there's a very interesting principle coming up out of this, which is it's one thing to be illiterate, you know, meaning you can't read or write, but it's another thing to be cosmically illiterate, mm -hmm. meaning you don't even know why you're on the planet to begin with. And you have no sense of like a higher purpose or a connection with the divine or anything phenomenon phenomenologically outside of your physical self or the material world you don't have really a deep kind of intuitive sense about the subtle energies or something guiding us like having a real purpose for being on the planet um that's cosmic illiteracy and that is way worse than being illiterate because you can learn to read and write somebody can teach you that but you right. can't really learn from a book or learn from somebody about what your purpose is. You can get guidance, you can get help, of course, and you can get, if you have a genuine desire, you can steer in that direction. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, that's really, I guess that's really what we're talking about. Um, yeah. You know, instead of like all the, the health detracting qualities of being distracted or being on our phone or having misaligned priorities or being confused and conflicted and that kind of thing. Um, I think the conversation is really interesting when we start to get into, you know, what is your dream? What, what, what do you, what do you want out of this one life that you know that you got? We don't know if reincarnation is real. This, the, the research and the, the studies and the, the, the history and the, the, um, the documentation on it seems pretty solid and it makes a lot of sense, but you know, I don't know about you, but for me, I'm not willing to bet all my chips on that one concept just because I didn't want to take full advantage of this, mm -hmm. this particular incarnation. Yeah. So it really just comes down to that. Like if you're feeling distracted, then you got to look a little bit deeper and ask yourself, like, why am I allowing myself to get distracted? And, and after that, it's like, what is my dream? What do I want out of my life? And then once you get clear on that and you make a solid commitment to commit yourself to the realization of a noble dream, then all these other things start to come into alignment. Right. Right. How do we begin to become more uh, aligned with that, you know, that cosmic awareness? Like mm -hmm. for people that have the cosmic illiteracy, how, 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 I mean, do these people know that they're not aligned or that they're not connected like what if somebody's listening right now and is question well I guess if they're questioning I guess it's something <laughs> something to look at right how does somebody identify that sure um you know I feel like it's going to be individual to the person but I think asking what is my dream 
-hmm. is a really great place to start because then that starts the process. And and the phases of consciousness go through evolutionary um, points of transformation. So, um, you know, people often, and you can look at this from from um, the from the the uh, inception of life on the planet and how the the consciousness of human beings has has evolved from a very like a very survival and a very kind of me 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 or even a tribal sense and it's gone up these these escalades of consciousness where ultimately what we're talking about is getting to a place of cosmic centricity so instead of being self-centered right yeah and, and not to say that self-centered is bad because all these phases are integrated along the way so you actually don't disown any of it so there's really no judgment that's one of the first things that people want to start looking at or like where are my hidden judgments about other people about myself about society about life and and my setbacks and challenges etc cetera, etc cetera. where are these little judgments because these judgments oftentimes are repressions or they're, they're disowned elements of ourself reflecting in the whole, reflecting in the whole of, of life and the way that it's being kind of reflected back to us. And it's showing us where we've disowned elements of our, our own being. And so when you go, when the human race and individuals go through this, this process of upgrading conscious awareness, ultimately to get to that point of cosmic awareness, where they're aware that they that they're not the only game in town basically where humans are not necessarily the only life forms in the galaxy and that all sentient creatures have have meaning all sentience has a purpose and that's the place where where you start to lose that that survival it's all about me or even it's all about we but it's all about it it's all about the mm. whole life as a, as an organism is 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 what it's all about and we're all we're all puzzle pieces in that grander puzzle now that's that's a that's a big picture and that's kind of i don't know if it's possible to anchor into that 100 percent of the time in physical form mm -hmm. uh, maybe that's an ascended kind of an ascended master kind of quality but it's a nice thing to have as a reference and you know how you get started on it i mean it's different for everyone i think really like what started me was my first green vegetable juice. That was actually the thing that got started on on all of it because I once I had that this energy came into my body and this inspiration and this motivation and this excitement about vitality and being healthy and and being positive and smiling more and all that that started to come into my body and then once that happened you know, everything else has followed after that. So I'd mm -hmm. say like, if you're not on the health tip yet, if you haven't really committed yourself to the health of your physical being, your physical body, then that's probably the best place to start because everything is interfaceable through the physical body, our emotions, our mind, our mental state, our attitude. It all is a reflection of our physical state. And we know that when somebody's blood is more acidic, then they tend to they tend to be more weighed down energetically. They tend to be more pessimistic and negative, and and can go into bouts of depression. And but when someone's alkalized and they're they're taking in alkaline elements like green vegetables and green vegetable juice and green powdered superfoods like chlorella and spirulina and yeah. blue algaes 
and um, grass powders and seaweeds and all this amazing stuff. And they get properly mineralized and they start, start kind of um, detoxing out these harsh acid compounds in the body. They're sludging up the blood. What ends up happening is people start to awaken to their own inner harmony and they start to be happier and they start to smile more. They start to be in Chinese medicine, they call it upright ascending chi, which is when your body posture starts to, it's like your spine elongates by just you being posturally in integrity. Your, your energy in your body goes from like when the shoulders are slumped down and your body's kind of caved in. And it's like gravitationally being suppressed by just like heavy, dense energy. Mm-hmm. And then that lightens up this energy comes upward and starts to elongate the spine and expand out the shoulders. And then people that tend to look down a lot, um, we associate that with being like not very confident. Well, that energy starts to come up in their, their posture, their head starts to elevate and they start looking up as well. And this is a really interesting phenomenon too, because a lot of people are, you know, it's like a lot of people have been kind of, um, I don't know if you want to say the word manipulated or yeah, programmed. Okay. Um, but they've been influenced in many different ways to actually look down at the mm-hmm. ground instead of up to the stars. And we know that the heavens are associated with being up above us in the sky. And yet somehow we're turning away from the divine. We're turning away from what is pure and what is true. And it definitely has a lot to do with the food because the food supply is it's basically like, um, you know, it's, it's like a nutritional holocaust. You know, it's what we, what we have survived through. And I definitely feel like parasite consciousness in our world has a lot to do with parasites as a whole and what people are eating and what, and what's eating them. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. I think it, it, to me, it's very obvious that everything is connected. You know, the, the way that we're being influenced to, constantly be looking down or on our devices or just constantly not present, not present with what we're eating. It's like this disconnection that's happening. And I, I totally agree with, with what you're saying a hundred percent. I think it's definitely something that we, you know, would hope that we can start to change before it's too late. I mean, just even in the anatomical sense, I know that, you know, teaching, teaching yoga, like there are so many people that are coming in with you know, neck things happening. I mean, we begin to compress the the vertebral column in, in our cervical spine because we're constantly looking down, you know, and it's everything that you're saying about the energetics of moving prana or moving chi through the body. You know, it, it's really going to start with having an, an upright position and, and it changes just the energetics of how you feel confident about yourself or even the things that you're putting in your system, etc. So, I think that there's definitely something to be said about being able to pay more attention to those things. So yeah, thank you for saying that. You know, you uh, you have also you you have a podcast that you do, the Holistic Health and Human Potential podcast, which I just started listening to and I love. And you have such great great um, guests on there. Um, who who has been your favorite guest? Uh, this could be the same person. Who's been your favorite guest, or what's been the most interesting thing that you've learned while talking to these experts? Okay, well, we have about 136 episodes live right now. And um, yeah, I don't, it's hard. I'd have to go through the 
I mean, I could give you so many stories about individual episodes that yeah. were just absolutely off the charts. Well, I loved um, I loved Dave Sandoval's the the food and medicine of the future. Like that was one of my favorites. Um, I really loved that conversation. And so, um, yeah. Well, whatever you can you can choose one. I love that I asked you a question. Yeah. I'm like, well, this is my favorite. <laughs> yeah, well, the, you know, that that was a great one. I love that. And um, you know, there's one by. Um, there's okay, so there's a very rare one called uh, from this this individual called Genesis Sunfire, and the the title of the episode is the real life story of a breatharian. Mm-hmm. And Genesis is a phenomenon in of itself. He is a he is one of these rare X factor human beings that exists on our planet that defies all all laws of of conventional understanding around physiology. Um, digestion, nutritional needs. Um, the, he basically represents the evolution and the capacity of a human being to exist without needing food or water for extended periods of time. And I mean, I mean over 17 years. Wow. And his story is absolutely outrageous. And when I, you know, when you talk to him, you get the sense that it's like, it's like being in the presence of a psychic or somebody who really has a phenomena about them. They have this aura. They have some kind of developed gift that 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 is beyond uh, rational intellectual understanding. It's just an energy that's coming from them. And when I was talking to him, that was the longest interview that I've ever done. It was like two or two and a half hours, yeah. and we just kept going because he just kept talking. I'm like, dude, I'm just I got the recorder on because. This is outrageous. And I'm just sitting there listening and feeling him. And we have been in contact through our mutual friend, David Wolf, um, over the years. And actually, that's a pretty crazy thing, too. David Wolf is probably the world's most known, uh, one of the world's most uh, notorious nutritionists. Yeah. Um, you know, he's got like 14 million Facebook fans. He's, he's, He's uh, one of the most outspoken people when it comes to kind of the medical system and vaccinations and, and just de- definitely just like on the front lines. And one of the things that that I found fascinating, um, I've been friends with David for many years and he had been a mentor and role model for me. Largely, I attribute to him to helping me launch my career. Mm-hmm. And um, I was at a speaking event that he was leading and he was up there on stage and he had this interesting energy about him because usually he's very just like matter of fact. He knows exactly what he's talking about. He's just very just calm and comedic about whatever is going on. But he had this different energy. It was almost like he's seen a ghost. Mm. And I just looked at the look on his face as he starts talking about it. And he was like, he was like, he had seen something that the way that he said it, he's like, all the years in the raw food world, you hear about this kind of thing from like, the, the the Bhagavad Gita and the, the autobiography of a yogi, yeah. Yogananda and all these different things of like this idea of a breatharian. And I came across people, but they turned out not quite to be totally authentic. And I just, I knew that it existed, but I just never really seen it until now. And I was like, okay, here we go. And, uh, he, he goes on to tell the story of meeting this individual, Genesis Sunfire, who, um, and, and he spent a week with him at Genesis came over to David's house in Canada and spent a week with him. So he was monitoring him for an entire week. 
and uh, just everything he shared. It was just, it was just like when you. It wasn't even like I didn't even need any proof. I knew he was telling the truth. I, <laughs> I could see it on his face. I was. I know you're telling the truth, dude. And then I ended up connecting with Genesis because that's just what I do when I want to. When I when I want to connect with someone, I'll, I go find them. I go seek them out. And then I ended up connecting with him, and we developed a bit of a, a, a virtual relationship. And then. He, uh, he started to trust me, and he's like, hey, you know what? I'd love to come on. I invited him to my podcast. He mm-hmm. said, I'd love to come on your podcast and tell my story. I was like, okay, yeah, let's let's do that. Let's tell your story. And two and a half hours later, what a story it was. And um, so that one for me is probably, that's the most interesting from the, from the sense of like where I was when I was doing the interview and, I, and what I was feeling and just like, it was just a fascinating one, and I've actually I've I've talked about it in different podcasts or different lectures that I've given. I'm just like, look, like there are there are things beyond the veil that do exist. We live in a psychic soup of of a newosphere of human consciousness, and we live interdimensionally. We live we live be we live in a universe in a world that defies all of our Newtonian physics and and probably even quantum physics and and probably all that's even wrong compared to what's really real what we understand about reality or like what's truly possible and um i just always think about that story and that interview in particular wow so for the people listening i'm actually going to link that podcast episode on the show notes so if you're listening to this if you go straight to the show notes you can download that episode uh, with uh, Genesis Sunfire with Ronnie. And I think I, I'm definitely going to put it on my playlist. So I'm, I want to listen to it now that you've said that. I'm so curious. Yeah. How fun. So before we 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 start to lose time, I, I also wanted to talk to you um, about the, the keys to transformation. I know that there's this is, again, part of the work that you do. And it can be pertaining to, you know, just the way we eat or just our energetic transformation. So if you could just share with uh, the audience and myself a couple of things that you think that we can do now in order to uh, achieve better health or to feel more grounded or to get more connected and to start or continue our health journey. Wow. Yeah. Well, let's start with the basics. One liter of spring water with one-fourth teaspoon of sea salt first thing in the morning. So before coffee, before tea, before breakfast. The word breakfast, by the way, means to break a fast. Mm-hmm. And so when you're sleeping, you're going through a fasting cycle. And then when you prolong that and you keep fasting on liquids throughout the day, you, you go through an extended fasting cycle, which is an amazing conversation and topic of interest that um, we probably get into in a different episode or something. Um, and I have a lot of information around intermittent fasting, cyclic fasting, fasting in general. But, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you want to break a fast with water. And this is one of the biggest, you know, it's so obvious. It's right there in front of us. It's the most obvious thing ever. And yet most of us just forget all about it, you know, because we're just not, we, we just get up and, and get up and go and drink the juice or drink the, 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 out, the orange juice or whatever, whatever the thing is, the coffee mm-hmm. to get up and go. And really what we need to do is we need to actually hydrate ourselves and we need to flush out all the metabolic residual toxins and the environmental toxins that have globbed onto our system, um, you know, over the nights past. And we need to flush that stuff out and, and, 
the way that we do that is actually most effectively through water flushing in the morning. And the sea salt with the water is is very important because the sea salt gives the electrolytes, the electrolytical electrolytes, what's so called an electrolyte. It stimulates an electrical stimulation, alkaline stimulation, in other words, um, in your body, in your nervous system, in your blood. And that basically just gets you going. It gets your adrenals going. Um, the adrenal glands run largely on sodium, just so everyone knows. So when someone is really salt deficient and they're dehydrated, they're, they, they're susceptible to adrenal fatigue and chronic fatigue and that kind of thing and just feeling really, really wiped out. So doing salt water first thing in the, first thing in the morning and doing that throughout the day can be really, really powerful. That's the most basic thing ever. That's where you just got to get started. Beyond that, you know, I really recommend everybody get into green, green uh, vegetable juicing. I think we mentioned that. Mm-hmm. I would, if you want to upgrade that, I recommend taking one tablespoon of either spirulina or cell wall cracked chlorella, putting that in your green vegetable juice, and now you have a superfood uh, green juice, basically. Mm. Is the is the cell wall cracked chlorella different than sun chlorella? Um, I, I believe the sun chlorella is cell wall cracked. Um, you just make sure you can, um, you can always contact the company nowadays. It'll say on the label, it'll usually say cell wall cracked. If it doesn't, um, either contact the company or just assume that it's not. Okay. And this isn't necessarily in my belief system. This isn't necessarily something that has to happen because the cell wall is a, is a, um, it does have a stripping component to it where it can help detox. But the thing with chlorella is that it, it, it basically the cell wall does need to be broken down a little bit for nutrient absorption. Mm. And chlorella is a very interesting substance because the word chlorophyll and chlorella are very similar. And chlorella is the number one source of chlorophyll of anything by dry matter weight. It's, it's, it can be up to 10% chlorophyll, which is why it's so dark green pigmented. Mm-hmm. And that's how you can tell if something has a lot of chlorophyll. By the way, chlorophyll is very similar to our blood chemistry. And we need a lot of chlorophyll coming into our body in order to cleanse and rebuild our blood and to get magnesium back into our blood and, and just build our blood in general. Chlorella is a great way to do that. So adding chlorella to your green vegetable juice is a really great strategy just to get it all in in one one swoop, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different things that I could say about um, on the nutritional side, but what I would want to what I want to say, the master key for transformation is really about making a decision. Mm. I mean, the point of power, as Anthony Robbins says, is the ability to make a decision. And the one thing that I do find in our world right now is there's people that are really into concepts, but they're not necessarily into living the concepts. And there's more there's more kind of like philosophizing and ideological conversation and, and kind of fantasy projection than there is actually living out the concepts that people are talking about. And so I would say if you want to authentically transform, whether that's your health, that's your relationships, that's your mental, emotional state, that's your vocation in life, 
it really is about commitment and committing to a, a path and making a decision that you are going to commit to that path come hell or high water, no matter what comes your way, no matter how uncomfortable it might be that you're going to put your best foot forward. You're going to make the effort every day. You're going to act with conscious awareness and you're going to work on yourself and um, you're just basically going to be committed um, to whatever direction that you feel compelled to go down to, mm. go down and on to. I love that. Thank you, Ronnie. That's such great advice. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And uh, just, you know, to just thank you also for creating uh, such an incredible uh, forum for us to be able to learn and for all the work you've done uh, to provide all that information in uh, in a way that we can understand it. <laughs> so, so thank you for that, for everything that you're doing and for paving the way for you know, new, new world sciences and ancient knowledge to come in and be able to coexist so that we can create better, better lives for ourselves. So thank you for doing that. My pleasure. Um, okay, so just, uh, I want to be respectful of your time. So I want to be able to just ask you uh, a few more questions. Um, mm -hmm. This one is really in regard to uh, this podcast, right? So the podcast was created as a forum for us to come together in, in a supportive way to be in a place where we feel radically loved by our community and by everything around us. Um, there is, you know, this idea that the universe works for us and not against us. So uh, the question is two parts. And the first one is how do you feel that radical love? And the second part to that is what do you radically love? How do I feel that radically that radical love? Hmm. I feel that when I am doing what I love to do, when I feel fulfilled and satisfied, and I'm really engaged with something that I really love to do, and uh, whether that's writing a book, that's giving a lecture, that's being on a podcast like this, it's building a business project that I'm excited about whatever I'm really engaged with and being really engaged with life and the flow of life and, and when synchronicities are starting to pop up and I feel like I'm being guided along the way, that's when I'm really most tapped into that, that agape love, that radical, um, uncompromising, unconditional love. And uh, frame, frame the second question again one more time. The second is, what do you radically love? What do I, I, I love life. I love life. I, I love all the complementary opposites. I love, I love the holistic picture of what life is, and I, I love being on the fringes of reality and being on the fringes of the, the status quo and the the conventional consensus of how we're supposed to be um, operating in reality and what we're supposed to be doing and how we're supposed to be and how we're supposed to dress and how we're supposed to eat and all this other stuff. Like I love being on the fringes mm -hmm. because. Even though it's, it's sometimes it's not comfortable and there can be an um, unpopularity about it at times, yeah. usually it tends to be the, the true path. It tends to be the right place to be. And it also is the place where I can learn the most quickest because there's the least amount of people on that edge. So it's not as crowded. Mm -hmm. um, there's not as, much, not as much noise there. So I love learning. I love, I love experimenting with life. And I love learning. Um, and, and basically just becoming wiser and, and, and learning how to be more effective 
with life and make better use of my time and pour myself into uh, the contribution that I'm wanting to make in the world. Mm. Oh, thank you so much, Ronnie. This was such an incredible conversation. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you so much for being on. Is there anything that you would like to share with our audience? Maybe a question I didn't ask you or something that you want to just say? Um, I just want everybody to, to know that they are enough and they have everything inside of them to manifest their dreams and to make the decisions that they may feel uh, apprehensive about and just to, just to really live life full on and really take their health to another level, take their mental and emotional states of being to another level, take everything in their life to a completely never, another level than they thought was possible and I just really encourage people out there to keep pushing the edges, keep pushing the fringes, and keep stretching the boundaries of what's possible. Ronnie, thank you so much for being on. Where can people come uh, find you? Where can they connect with you? Do you want to tell us where to go? Are you on social media at all? Yeah, so they can go to my Facebook, Ronnie Landis. Um, I'm also on Instagram. I have a YouTube channel. Um, there's hundreds of videos on YouTube at this point. I have my podcast, The Holistic Human Optimization Show now. It was it was called The Holistic Health and Human Potential Show, but I shortened it to The Holistic Human Optimization Show. Um, and I have online, online nutrition certification courses. All that information can be found at my website, um, RonnieLandis.net. RonnieLandis.net. And then I have one more website, which is called um, which is www.holistichealthmastery.com, which is my holistic nutrition certification course. It's been around for many years. We have hundreds of students from all over the world taking that program. I'm really proud of it. And if that is somebody's direction and lane that they want to go deeper into, um, holistichealthmastery.com is a great place to go. And um, yeah, and everything else can just be found on my personal website. Awesome. So for everybody listening, all of those links will be on the show notes. So be sure to click the show notes and uh, find Ronnie there and message him or just tell him what you thought about this interview. And maybe it's a question you want to ask or something that you want to share. Um, and yeah, please stay connected. So thank you so much, Ronnie, for being on. I'm so grateful. I'm, I'm so glad that we're able to finally have this conversation. First of many, I hope. And, um, yeah, I'm excited to talk to you again. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really glad that we made it work. Thank you so much for having me. This podcast is brought to you by our very special sponsor, Ayurveda. So Ayurveda is the sister science to yoga. Ayurveda relies on the intelligence of Mother Nature and our own body's ability to heal. Most of you know that as a health coach and a nutritionist, I have spent most of my career always trying to find more natural and holistic modalities. I have an autoimmune disease, so this makes it a little bit more challenging, but it's manageable nonetheless so long as my body is in full balance. A couple of weeks ago, I was talking to my dear friend and fellow podcaster, Sahara Rose, and I was telling her I was having all these issues with my stomach, my digestion, and she recommended this brand called Uveda. So I did my due diligence and I researched them and I found that this company is really created 
uh, an incredible brand of supplements to support everything that we love about our bodies and our body's natural ability to heal, but also using the tools of Ayurveda. So they use this as their foundation to everything that they do. As with everything, I'm always a bit dubious because I know there's not a one fix all supplement or brand, but I tried it. I used both the joints supplement and the digestion. And I'll tell you, after using it for about a month, I noticed such a huge difference. They're just such an incredible company. And I was able to chat with them and talk to them not only about the high quality of their product, but the high quality of their brand and their company and what they're trying to do. I quickly found that these people are my people. And all we're trying to do is create a ripple effect in the world so that we can continue to impact people's lives and create better health, deeper connections, and just overall healthy living. I'm so excited to not only partner with them, but to have them share a special code for all of the listeners. Go to uveda.com and type in Rosie, that's R-O-S-I-E, at checkout to get a special discount on all of their products. Do you want to go on an epic yoga adventure? I do. In fact, I, I, I do all the time. <laughs> when, when do I not want to go on an epic yoga adventure? And this fall, in an attempt to see the Northern Lights, we will go to Iceland into a journey through the chakras. It's going to be fun. If you're curious, you can email me at rosie at radicallyloved.com or go to the show notes and click the links to each of the retreats or you can go to radicallyloved.com. See you soon. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so excited to continue to do this. Please share this with your friends. Email us, message us on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or on Twitter at Rosie Acosta. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review. We love doing this, so please help us continue to keep this podcast going. Thanks for listening.